0: Hold them off. There's too many of them. Let's do it, guys. It's morphin' time. Extreme close. Welcome back into the radcast hey. everybody. Be quiet. (laughs) Welcome back into the Radcast, everybody. I'm Steven. And I'm Matt. And this is another edition of the Radcast Rentals. This one, like, I mean, like the other two, it's special, but this one's really special because it is based around a property that was our very first obsession Mm -hmm. growing up, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We're coming up on its 25th anniversary on this edition of the Radcast Rentals. We're going to be talking about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, but before we Um, get into- It's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie- Whatever That's the sequence of words Whatever The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers of the movie That's a a good compromise Yeah (laughs) So we're going to be talking about that But before we jump into it um, Man it's been a couple episodes since we've let everybody know where they can find us So really quick Why don't you let the listeners know where they can find us on social media Up your ass That's the new location The new (laughs) spot So put your snorkels on You're going to have to trudge through some muck and some mire Not me okay maybe me Uh, okay uh you can find us on instagram we're the radcast um cast is spelled with a k radcast is all one word you can find us on twitter we're at t radcast t is for the radcast again with a k it's all and t radcast is all one word Mm -hmm. uh we're the radcast on facebook so on all those social medias like follow subscribe any way that you can help us out is great um you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, any major podcast app, you can find us. So go um follow us, subscribe, any way you do that there, download. Uh, and make sure to on Apple Podcasts, and I think Stitcher as well, uh give us five stars or five star reviews, um leave us a, a little comment. The way mm-hmm. the algorithm works, it helps make us more visible. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if you go to our Instagram our the link is in our bio to our website, that's kind of the central hub for all of our episodes. It's, it's very, it's a bare bones website. There's not much, it's just acting as sort of that central hub to all of our episodes right now, but eventually, you know, get a shop a glass as, you know, as soon as some demand arises for Radcast memorabilia. Yeah. We won't set up a shop or anything until we hear from you. If there's a demand out there, exactly. if, we, if we were to make some things, a glass half full mindset is it's a work in progress. Yes. It's but a the, a, uh, an upside is that you can listen to all of our episodes there. So if mm-hmm. you're, you know, like our grandparents, they're like, how do we listen to your episodes? Rather than saying, well, go to a podcast app, just say, here's the link to yeah the website. Which you can find also on our Instagram bio. Yeah, exactly. So... so all of that being said, without further ado, we're going to jump right in to this edition of the Radcast Rentals. Make it a blockbuster night. Radcast and now, our feature presentation. Speaking of the page master. Speaking of the page master, <laughs> you all have accidentally hit forward on your forward <laughs> skip on your podcast app, and we are you have skipped to the page master episode. Yeah, so exactly. Welcome in and go find the exit. Yeah, but before we jump into why Matt said that, yeah, real quick, I think it's only appropriate. I have a, I say vivid. It's a faint memory of at a blockbuster on the new release shelf seeing the Mighty Morphin Power yeah. Rangers movie after skate day at the church we grew up in. Oh yeah, skate day was just a day in it which was, they'd set up half pipes in the church It was an lot. outreach event. It was an outreach event basically for for the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a typical 1995 1996 outreach event. Yeah. Um but I do I I remember being in a blockbuster after that. And this is, for those of you that have been listening for a while, we've touched on a couple times, anytime we mention the Mighty Morphin Mm -hmm. Power Rangers, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, uh, we mentioned the movie itself. So 1995 um, was kind of the start of being conscious and being aware Mm -hmm. of our surroundings and nostalgia growing for us. Um, So there are things that are hazy revolving around this year and things that are kind of hazy about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But all I can tell you is whether it's hazy or it got more, more, more and more vivid. There's no understating how important the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers were to us. Yeah, and we mainly watched it in reruns. Yeah, just in the you know as the '90s progressed, like in, when we were into, kids. I, I think in season three we would watch yeah. them, like because because that was like '96. Yeah, and yes. one one of these one of these days. Because it's so important to us. It was our first obsession. It was our mm-hmm. first obsession with anything superhero related. Yep. Um, but one of these days, Matt and I are going to be doing, whether it is on a Radcast Roulette or its own podcast or own creative venture or whatever, we are going to be going more in depth on the Power Rangers, Yeah. whether it's season by season or episode by episode. Mm-hmm. As we figure that out, um, you will hear more of our thoughts on the Power Rangers on the show and how it was important to us, but I mean, all that being said, whether we watched it in reruns or watched it when it first aired after school and Fox Kids, the Power Rangers was it for us. Plus, it was the first time you're sort of encouraged to embrace the things you love, mm-hmm. even for their like faults or whatever. Yeah, what I mean by that is the show for kids as you get older it's really corny and lame and either you kind of you know keep it keep it you know keep it at a distance Mm -hmm. or you sort of embrace it for that and sort of recognize it for what it is Mm -hmm. and that was sort of my introduction to that mindset and now there's so many things that i still love even Mm -hmm. though they're not great yeah um but there's a charm to this movie for sure oh yeah and i think i think Without recognition of knowing something isn't like of super high quality, yeah um I kind of you know not detest, but I kind yeah. of like i don't really like the rose colored glasses approach to something, but if you can recognize that something has its faults but still love it, I say if your glasses have a little rosy tint yeah. to them it it doesn't matter because I don't deter people from this thing unless they no. unless they like hurting people or themselves. Don't yeah. deter them from stuff that they like, and this yeah. is something that we love. Yeah, exactly. Well, and this movie was a theatrical release. It had a pretty good budget on it, oh, yeah. it um, like it it had it gave you some early doses of cgi mm-hmm. they shot on location in australia there's mm-hmm. some pretty awesome stunts yeah some pretty impressive stunts some pretty impressive scenery mm-hmm. stuff like that and it's it was an impressive feat and it flow mm-hmm. like the movie itself flows really well like i was watching it again today and there's like there's not a lot of like, like we said in the Crub, so there's not a lot of wasted motion it's kind of like, like everything moves to the next scene yeah. and it makes sense within the story if anything that's what the studio wanted yeah um saban and 20th century fox they wanted it to be almost like an action beat every 10 minutes yeah or so um we are we were of course if you grew up and like uh, we're Getting consciousness of the of your surroundings too, whether you were born in the mid to late 80s or in the early 90s um, and you grew up you were like us, two of the millions of children mm-hmm. who loved the show and yeah. were you know really big on it. So this movie was huge and it, it's great because it's taking what you love about the Power Rangers and inflating it and yeah. giving it that big budget A nice and- Sheen exactly and like there's every there's ever since i was a kid i could recognize there was something more grandiose yeah with the power rangers with this movie even if it is essentially a 90 minute power rangers episode well that's as it should be with um a, a big like a big budget movie mm-hmm. that's being adapted from a show mm-hmm. um especially when the show is still on like you kind of you expect it to have a different feel a Mm -hmm. different look like it's supposed to sort of stand on its own Mm -hmm. take these characters that we know these familiar you know um ideas these characters and you go and expecting a a new threat Mm -hmm. higher stakes maybe Mm -hmm. you know in this case we introduced to like new weapons early on so you're like oh that's like i've never seen you know you know billy use that Mm -hmm. or kim use that in the show it's kind of they're they're you, you want them to pull out all right. the stops and, yeah. and make things look different and cool. You want there to be like new features on the costumes. Yeah. You want there to be, like you said, new weapons and yeah. they get new zords. You want there to be some, because like it's almost like, I compare it kind of to like the the blow off of a feud at WrestleMania. Like you mm-hmm. have, you know, the, or the a rubber match or a feud comes to head at WrestleMania and like, as I say it, it's not really a great comparison. Right. But like, what's the point in like putting all this money... Forget my wrestling comparison. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the point in putting all this money into something if you're not going to introduce something new? Right. Or, you know... And the thing is, if you introduce something new, are you going to carry it over to the TV show, which... They did, kind of. Sort of. In in some ways, and we'll get into that. But first, like we have with all the other Radcast rentals, I'm going to do some kind of logistical things. Yeah, yeah. Um, So Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, it released June 30th, 1995. So in just another month, two months, Mm -hmm. um, just about we're going to be hitting the 25th anniversary. Uh, And it opened the same weekend as Judge Dredd. So some stiff competition. Kids Kids had to really... We're, we're conflicted as to which movie to go yeah. to. And it's funny because they actually have kind of a correlation with one another and we'll kind of get into that. Uh, hell, I'll get into it right now. Um, so it, it's not like something that'll rabbit trail us right. from the details here. But uh, so in Judge Dredd, for those of you unfamiliar with the 2000 AD British comic, Judge Dredd's code of ethics prevents him from removing his helmet. Uh-huh. That's his whole thing. Judge, yeah. Dredd, Judge Dredd's badass. Go look yeah. up Judge Dredd. Um, but with Sylvester Stallone and this iteration of Judge Dredd, I've I've never seen the Carl Urban one. Um, I really, really want to because supposedly I it's, it's great. It's really awesome. Yeah. Um, but the the first s- screen adaptation of it. Was Sylvester Stallone, Santi, Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider, Diane Lane, uh, Diane Dane, Diane uh, Dane, but, uh, Dennis Leary. Uh, yeah, exactly. Dennis Leary's in it. Um, but Sylvester Stallone had in his contract he doesn't want his face covered, so he barely is wearing the helmet in the movie, which is Judge that's, Dredd's thing. Yeah, like he. <laughs> that's his. That's Judge Dredd. He it's he has a helmet on twenty four seven. Right. Um. So. The reason that it kind of, especially during love making, yeah. Well, we don't see that. You want to see Sylvester Stallone make love with his female counterpart Watch. with the, with the piece of technology on? Watch, Watch Demolition, Demolition Man. Man. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so the reason kind of this relates to that is, uh, so Brian Spicer was the director, and of Power Rangers. Of Power Rangers, yeah. yes. Um, and he actually wasn't the first director that was, um, hired. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first director got canned, got shit canned. Yeah. And uh, Brian Spicer- Sorry. Yeah. You his, lose, you lose. Yeah, exactly. Brian <laughs> Spicer, his uh, he was a cameraman. So actually, if you watch the movie- Me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, come here. You boy. Um, <laughs> Me, sir. <laughs> so this was his first movie, and he had never seen the show before. Uh-huh. So the story goes, he spent a week- um, Every episode... There was close to 100 episodes before the movie. Yeah. And he's... Apparently, the story goes, he fast-forwarded through every episode just to get the gist of the show. I think movie, you got the basics down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I got the basics down. <laughs> but one of the things he wanted to do was rele- was um, get rid of the visors on yeah. the helmets. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They Tried so many different ways, either like the visors being retractable or anything like that. So, you could but he, see them emote. So, yeah, so you could see them emote. And uh, it just reminds me of what they'd try to do with Judge Dredd. Yeah. So, eventually, they had they shot some scenes like that. And it was apparently, according to the stunt people, because it's this, unless you know yeah. they have their helmets off, it's stunt people in the costumes. Yeah. Surprise! Sorry, um, yeah, and even in the show, it's Japanese footage, so some it's not even the actors fighting yeah, some, exactly. a lot of the time. Uh, yeah. But uh, the the stunt coordinator said the actors just looked really wooden, and they are just looked yeah. really awkward and moving and everything, and uh, they're like, this is not working out. Yeah, so they just they got rid of all those scenes and kept it and kept the visors on. Cause they were like, they're not supposed to emote. There's yeah. a, there's a super powerful fighting force. They're not, yeah. not supposed to see them emote. Right. And even when they do emote, it's like over exaggerated yeah. hand gestures. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so those were kind of, I thought it was funny. They opened against each other and they kind yeah. of had that same, same. Yeah. Deal. So it, it, a a limited understanding of the source material right so it had like a 25 million dollar budget which of course is more than a television show and uh even though a lot of people saw it as a disappointment or box office bomb if you will it I don't think it bombed. It made $66.5 no, it, million. Its budget was... Did you say what the budget was? Yeah, like, it was 20, 15, like $25 million. Yeah, and it yeah. made like $66 million. Yeah, So Granted, a, a lot of that was on the coattails yeah. of the phenomenon. Oh, my was. God. Like, And it will really... Like, in just a second here, we'll get into like some behind-the-scenes stuff on the making yeah. of the movie. But like, even if the movie was shit, if it makes it's such a huge profit like that... I don't know. The numbers... Don't lie. In some cases, that whether or not the movie was any quality, yeah. it made a profit, so it's a success. Yeah, and when I was watching it again, so we watched it last night mm-hmm. for the first time first first time I, in years. I think I think it at least been since high school. Yeah, and we had we had watched it a lot as mm-hmm. kids. Obviously, we were obsessed with the Power Rangers. Um, but we watched it last night, and I watched it again today, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, for someone with limited understanding of the source material, who who Just fast-forwarded the entire Mm -hmm. series up into that point. He doesn't do a bad job, like capturing the feel and the essence of the power. Just like, like we're joking, like the Steve Brule quote. I think got the basics down, like he had the basics essentially Mm -hmm. of like the characters, and it it helps that with a movie, Mm -hmm. you're kind of trying to establish your own story, and it's not like with a comic book because each episode. Except for maybe there's a few two or three parters story arc wise from the Power Rangers. It's all self contained, Mm -hmm. so it's not like a comic book to where you have these big overarching stories inside the comics. You have to pay attention to continuity. Yeah, exactly. Like essentially, all you if 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 you're not familiar with them and you kind of know some of the basics, you can kind of like not BS, but you can kind of like get your way through a film. Um, like say about the Power Rangers. Yeah. If you know about okay, there's they're karate fighters. Yeah, they're teenagers with attitude. Karate fighters is different from Power okay, Rangers. Sorry, <laughs> they're martial artists. Yes, yes, they're teenagers with attitude. They have these. They each have their own respective personalities and yeah. colors and weapons and Zords. So they have they um they. Uh, get their orders from a big disembodied head named Zordon. Yeah, exactly. Do uh, You have Lord Zed and Rita and Goldar. Yeah. And there you have Balkan Skull. They, you know the general he, idea? He, he, he. And it's just from like the, you know, just the characters themselves, like Lord Zed and Rita and Goldar mm-hmm. up to that point, It's he understood the dynamic of those yeah. three. I, I mean, they added, rather than having Babu and Squat, they had some. Pig. Pig. Pig, yeah. I, I think it also, I mean, the actors know these characters too. Yeah. I'd say the only actors, and I, I'll get into it now. Um, so, I mean, first and foremost, all the Rangers um, are back except, so um, Jason David Frank is back as Tommy Oliver, the White Ranger. Mm-hmm. Amy Jo Johnson is back as Kimberly Hart, the Pink Ranger. Um, David um, Yost. David Yost is back as Billy, uh, the Blue Ranger. But it's there's a glaring omission. And it's the Red, Yellow, and Black Rangers. So the originals are Austin St. John, the Red Ranger, the original leader, yeah. uh, Toy Trang, um, Trini, uh, the Yellow Ranger, and then Walter Jones is Zack, yes. the Black Ranger. Um, and if you see the movie as a kid, you're already used to the new Red Ranger, which is um, Rocky, yeah. played with Steven Cardenas um and then um John young Bosch is Johnny adam young Bosch is adam the black ranger and then aisha is karen ashley, karen ashley yeah. the yellow ranger when you're watching the the movie as a kid you're like oh you know you're already kind of used to these characters yeah but they actually those parts the colors were recast in response to the movie yeah so the original red black and yellow rangers were supposed to star in the, in the movie along with um so along with the, everyone else yeah, yeah everyone else um but they wanted to renegotiate their contracts because quite frankly um it they got tr- everyone got treated pretty shitty yeah back, a like lot of the actors the got the shaft yeah they had to do their own stunts for the most part it was dangerous work environments they, they were filming non-stop filming non-stop so to do a weekly i mean Again, when we do a power, we're going to do a Power Ranger something, Matt yeah. and I, and we'll get into kind of the details on how they would do the English dubs and yeah. kind of incorporate the Japanese footage in the English. It's a really kind of painstaking process, and they were doing that episode after episode after episode, yeah. long work days, doing their own stunts, dangerous environments, getting paid Nothing. essentially six hundred dollars a week, yeah, which for actors, I mean. It's nothing compared to what they had to do, and not to mention they got zero cut of the royalties. Mm-hmm. That was all Saban. Um, yeah. So that they would have made bank if they got a cut of the yeah, royalties. Yeah, exactly. And you would, I, I mean, they'd be living a lot better. Some of them like are doing fine. Yeah, they all ended up fine. Well, yeah. Tui Trang got more acting gigs, which he unfortunately passed, passed away. away. Yeah. Um, and they all make they all make appearances on the convention mm-hmm. circuits because they're still. There's there's clamoring and there's demand for, for Power Rangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all, it just sucks because they all got treated really poorly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Austin St. John and Tui Trang and Walter Jones wanted to renegotiate their contracts to get, they want to get something, they want to yeah. get some sort of, you know, Incentivized for something for the work they put in, and Especially Saban, if they're about to start filming this movie exactly. And Saban wouldn't budge, so they opted out and they cast you know Rocky, Aisha, and Adam, yeah. And and again, um, I mentioned that if you see the movie, you would already be familiar with them, yeah. Because so when you say, so yeah, when we read that bit of trivia, we're like they were cast for the movie in yeah. our heads, we're like, no, well, like they're like, we because. When you read that, you're like, oh, they cast them like they were making the movie and they cast them for the movie Mm -hmm. and this is their first exposure. Right. But they were filming the movie while they were filming the show. So they started they started filming in July nineteen ninety four and the Adam, Aisha, and Rocky characters showed up in November nineteen ninety four. And of course all of this is before the movie. Yeah. But um, behind the scenes. So, if again, if you're a kid, you're seeing it, oh, I already know. Yeah, those they'd three. already been on like yeah. 24 episodes. Yeah. Like, I, like Matt just said, that's why we were confused. And then I watched kind of a behind the scenes thing yesterday because I kept reading that fact, and yeah. I was like, no, no, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What's the timeline? And then um, Jason Narvi, who plays Skull, mm-hmm. um, he mentioned, or no, 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 it was uh, Brian Spicer mentioned that yeah. they recast because they started filming. In July '94, and I was like, "Oh, that's right! It you start filming a movie, the, sometimes you, a year oh, before it comes out." Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I'm oh. the I'm the dummy. Oh, so this morning man. I mentioned that to Matt, and he's like, "Oh, that yeah, makes, that makes, sense. makes way more sense." So they were brought in because of the movie, but you already familiarized with them yeah. because they already showed up on the show prior to the movie coming out. And this is like, they are part of the ranger lore just as much as the originals mm-hmm. and this is going to be a really nerdy diatribe right now but and i like adam rocky and Aisha. oh they're, i mean i do dude, they're they're, great. they're the ones who we actually knew a little better yeah before we swatched more and yeah. more jason zach and Trini. it was just like a shift in dynamic and sort of a shift in power to where it was like jason was the red ranger was the leader jason was the leader and then like Tommy and him kind of co-led and then when Tommy became the White Ranger I think Jason said like you're the leader now or Tommy was like made the leader or something. There was still kind of confusion in the power balance. Right Um, and so it sort of was a changing like a different era going into Mm -hmm. this motion picture because you know you understood their dynamic as a certain way going into this like Tommy was unquestionably the leader Mm -hmm. and everyone else was kind of following his lead while also working together. So the dynamic going into the motion picture was sort of this new era. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's always been a huge, what if to me is like, what if Jason, Zach and Trini were in this movie? How would that, how would that dynamic look? Mm -hmm. You know, I want to see, because this movie has a major motion picture sheen on it. Like oh, Like we yeah. mentioned before. Like mm-hmm. aesthetically, it looks different from the show as it should because mm-hmm. it was the first Power Rangers anything that 100% of the footage was filmed, was, yep. you know, it was original. With them was yeah. original mm-hmm. because they used Japanese footage for a lot of the fighting in the show. Mm-hmm. The Super Sentai, like Jew Ranger, Kaku so, Ranger. And there's a noticeable difference because the Japanese footage is from the late 80s, early mm-hmm. 90s. Yeah and sometimes and you've got the american footage which is from you know the mid 90s and so but anyway like it's like i that what if is like what if like i want to see those originals with that sheen i wonder how that would look like i wonder what that dynamic would be you know i've got you know in my i jotted down some notes when i was watching uh, when I was watching the movie today, and especially during the scene in which they're fighting on the construction site, mm. I'm like, how like, how would have Trini looked fighting? Like, what was she? What would she be wearing? What would Zach be wearing? What would Jason be wearing? How would this fight be different mm-hmm. with those three? Yeah, and that's that's why what ifs drive me nuts. Like, yeah, because oh, yeah. because sometimes like a lot of people, I f- focus too much on the what ifs, yeah. and you can in you exert so much like mental energy bring it up and then you just are just working yourself up and just being disappointed because that's not how it was and you just got to sit with i still like adam i still like aisha still like rocky it was given like in years past it would give me like like this kind of this uh like i would kind of be against those three yeah and i'd be like those aren't my rangers or whatever and then just i got to a point just like hey that's trivial and stupid to like get upset over and be like yeah they kind of are my rangers yeah they were they were on they were part of the team because not ever like the original rangers aren't always gonna be rangers they're gonna grow up and the power rangers is a team that like over the years you get different rangers that Mm -hmm. personify yeah what it what it is to be a power ranger so that was gonna happen anyway yeah like all your rangers weren't always gonna be your rangers right and like, it doesn't matter because they were as much part of that series as the originals were. Mm-hmm. I think I just I got caught up. I get caught up in what ifs, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like putting, you know, the originals in certain scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, I was saying, like, oh, this would have worked so right. well. Yeah, but. it, it would have been cool. And I do the same thing. But I mean, it was what it was, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, joining the Rangers is Paul Freeman plays the new villain, Ivan Ooze, who chooses the mother effing scenery up he is, is so great is an amazing addition mm-hmm. an awesome villain so charismatic so fun mm-hmm. like, but also being like super sinister yeah he's incredibly sinister and he he'll lead with like the excuse me he'll lead with like the charming joking around he's the comedic mm-hmm. um he's the comedic input he's mm-hmm. the Sort of the, what's the term I'm looking for? Like the the comedic. Uh, the levity. He's the levity in a lot of scenes, and he's yeah. the main. Yeah. He's the main bad guy. Yeah. He's going to destroy the command center. Mm-hmm. You can't help but laugh at the stuff he's saying. He's kind of cartoony. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then when he gets pissed off, you're like, oh, yeah, that's why you don't mess with him. Yeah, and what's what's funny is, is how frightening he can look, like. He he's genuinely you can tell Paul Freeman is having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um which which really helps with this kind of stuff because you grow to love movies when you're a kid mm-hmm. and it kind of takes the wind out of your sails when yeah. you get older and you realize that the actors had just yeah, didn't, didn't like care it or didn't like it. Yeah. And it's 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 so much fun to watch him because his over the top, you know, theatrics aren't to me they're not cheesy. Yeah. And they're not cringy, and they're not cornered. Like uh-uh. you totally believe he's this villain who, like we said, is menacing and is a threat. But you can tell he has fun. Man, I love being a bad guy. <laughs> to the quote, uh, um, "God, what's his name?" Three From ninjas. Three ninjas. Um, um, it doesn't I get, matter. We're not talking about that, three ninjas. Yeah. Now but, that I'm on the spot, God, I love being a bad guy. That's, he, he's, that's great. Too. That's gonna get. Or we talked about that. We, or, we, but we I would love to revisit it, yeah. kind of going off topic here. I'd love to revisit it because it had been years since we watched it before we talked about it with Tyler Strickland. Yep. Um, which, go check out 90s Ninja movies. It's our first, or it's our second and third episodes. Yep. Um, you know Where we sit down with our first guest, our buddy Tyler Strickland. Um, I'd like to revisit that and go a little more yeah. in depth because we anyway, haven't watched it in a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can tell he loves being a villain, though. Yeah, he's, he's so amazing. I just had so much fun watching him chew up the scenery. Um, also, is Gabrielle Fitzpatrick as Dulcea? She does great. As She's really good. On the uh, planet Faylar? No, it's uh, Fados. Fados. Yeah, Fados. yeah. I, couldn't, and, I, was, I was like, I need to remember it. I need to remember yeah. it. Because it's like spelled a weird way. Yeah, yeah. But a PH for the F. Yeah. Yeah. yeah PH for the F, baby. Uh, and then Jason Narvi and Paul Schreier are Bulk and Skull, respectively. Mm-hmm. Jason Narvey being skull and Paul Schreier being bulk. Bulkmeyer and Skullovich. Yeah. Which they're they're always great. Yeah. Like they're always really, really good. Um, but uh funny or funny. how do you say funny? A little bit of trivia. Mariska Hargate. Was, yeah. a, was Dulcia for yeah, a little so bit because Gabrielle, Gabrielle Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick had an ovarian cyst yeah. and she had to go get that taken care of. And in the yeah. meantime, they recast it as, as Mariska yeah. Hargitay from uh, Law Long Long & Order SVU. Also yep. from the loins of um, um, Mickey, Hargitay Mickey Hargitay and, and Jane, Mansfield. Jane Mansfield. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but... Uh, um, but- in the, uh, the documentary I watched yesterday, maybe it's because they wanted to avoid any negativity. Yeah. Brian Spicer said Mariska Hargitay was the original casting. And I was uh, like, well, well, no. I, 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 well, they also yeah. didn't talk about some of the negative stuff that was experienced on yeah. the set. So probably it was done for a DVD, the DVD release of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which Saban was releasing. And, you yeah. know, they don't want dirt pieces. So yeah. like, they probably wanted to... Avoid the fact that she had an ovarian cyst. Yeah. Um. But now, um, anyway, Mariska Hargitay yeah. was in that role for a little bit. Yeah. Um. But what other? Th- so you mentioned 100 percent new material. It's actually it's the uh, the first time you see blood in a Power Rangers feature. Yeah. It's very brief. Very, it's very. I I caught it today. It's when Tom. It's when they're finally in front of the monolith and Tommy's fighting like, like that rocky guard. Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't at the ninja It was. At the monolith that had the great power, mm. the Nanjetti temple. Was they had the, to go from the, there. Yeah, to that's the where the Nanjetti ruins. So, yeah. uh, we'll run over. Uh, let's run over the plot real quick. Yeah. Um, for those of you listening, you probably know already, but essentially. This big baddie Ivan Ooze has been locked away for like six thousand years in this big purple egg because he was defeated by another bunch of like intergalactic teenagers, Mm -hmm. which Zordon was a part of and Dulceo was a part of years and you know, centuries and centuries ago. But he's back and he he's found on like a construction site. They find him like on a construction site or whatever. And uh essentially Zordon not Zordon. Uh Zordon tells the Rangers of the threat that Ivan Ooze is back, but then Zed and Rita Repulsa from the show show up and want to freedom want to free him and pretty much put him under Zed's command. But Ivanu is different. Yeah, you know, has something different, and he like says, "No, I'm going on my own. I'm gonna defeat. You know, I want to defeat Zordon." Yeah. And the Power Rangers show up, and um, the there's a big fight that goes on between ooze the oozes putties. Or we'll whatever. get into that. Yeah. You know high but, level the rest yeah. of the plot. But yeah. essentially, you know ooze you know the power he leaves the power rangers to fight his putty well, his, the analogs for the putties and he goes off he destroys and he, the he command destroys center destroys the command center and Zordon destroys their power yeah so the powers are gone and they go to the planet Zordon's Fatos. dying yeah Zordon's dying and he tells them about the planet Fate or Alfalfa <laughs>
1: <laughs> doink <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ <laughs> Alpha <Phi>. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha 5, Alpha 5, God almighty. Alpha <laughs> Alpha God damn. It! I know yeah, it. I'm not a newbie here. <laughs> Alpha 5, Alpha gets attacked as well. He gets put in this stasis <laughs> by Ivenues, but when the Rangers return to the command center and see the state of it and they see Zoran's dying, Alpha sends him to the planet Phaedos because he tells them about this great uh, the, power. This great power the, and they come to find out you know, there's this um, planet dweller by the name of Delcia, who also was a part of the team that defeated Ivan Ooze, And she's this great warrior, Amazon warrior. And she tells them about the power of the Ninjeti, which is more powerful than the the Mighty Morphin power that they've had. And uh, she essentially, like, sets them up with the power of the Ninjeti or tells them about it. And then they have to go, like Matt said, this monolith to where they can hone the power yeah. and then they get they get this new they get their new ninja gear and then they get their new all new ninja gear essentially they get yeah. their new ninja power and they finally they get this power and they go back to Angel Grove and um, they're they, they're the power Rangers again they're the they power have Rangers this again. new great power yeah which I have a bit of a we'll a get calm to, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but essentially um, Ivan news he was back because he wants to take over the world and he needs these two Big colossals, his own yeah, big colossal... Titans. Ectomorphicon Titans, the, his yeah. colossal zords. And the uh, Power Rangers come back. They are... They call on their new ninja powers, and they're yeah. taking on Ivan And there's the big battle, the big zord battle that you know we see in the show. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they... Take uh, oh also Ivanous is taking control of Angel I'll, Grove. I'll get into that. Yeah, the, yeah, parent, finish the parents up, of yeah. Angel Grove. So while that's going on, um, I don't know. It's the big, whole big hoopla, the big battle or whatever. Yeah. They it's the base big one. Power Ranger robots yeah. fighting. They, they big robots. They take yeah. Ivanous out into space where Ryan's comment, which is uh, which is a. Small, established small at the beginning thing. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's Comet is on its way over through Angel Grove, and they push Ivan Ooze into Riven's Ry- Comet. Yeah. And, uh, and he explodes, and they come down, and there's big fireworks just van playing. Van starts Halen starts playing. playing. <laughs> and essentially, if you're listening to this, you already know the movie, but yeah. that's just for one just thing, covering bases. One small thing you left out as you started to acknowledge was Ivan Ooze, once he's on Earth, realizes he, ne- he needs to... Dig up these ectomorphicon titans, but mm-hmm. he he needs uh, a team to help, you know, dig it up. And right. so basically, through his ooze, he he sells this ooze free of charge to all the kids, in charge to all the kids looks in like Angel Gak. Grove. Yeah, exactly. Looks they like take it home, Gak. and all the f- the parents of the kids are basically taken under Ivan Ooze's control because they mess with like the ooze or right. whatever. Basically, gets these parents to dig it up, and then his end game is all right. I'm done with you. Go, you know, jump off. Yeah. you know, go. Basically, a mass suicide. Yeah, like go jump off the edge of, of the construction of the site. The construction site. Yeah, um, which the construction site is the site of the best scene in the site, movie. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a site of a lot of kind of the. The pivot points in the movie, if yeah, you, or some of the pivot points. In sure, the movie. it's where they find the egg. It's where they find the egg. It's where you get. It's where you see them morph for the first time in it's the movie. True. So, like Matt said, this the soundtrack is phenomenal, and we get first and foremost we get a little hint at the soundtrack. Higher ground, the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover of Stevie Wonder's Higher Ground yeah. plays as they're ha- They're doing a they're charity all skydiving a charity skydiving event. Yeah, it's like why can't you just do like a pie eating contest? Can you imagine like you're, you're a huge Power Rangers fan, and you're going to this movie, and you're so psyched for mm-hmm. it, and no, you've got Dulcia's introduction at the beginning. The, hello, everyone. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> it may are you all being quiet <laughs> so it's like for the intro of the original Frankenstein yeah. it may shock you it's but her intro it's like it's like the opening crawl to yeah, Star Wars yeah that, that like, is like yeah she's yeah. giving Kevin an overview of the story <laughs> and when she's doing that I was like uh I know not I watched the, o- the show yeah I was gonna say it's not the overview to the story it's, it's the overview you the, to Power Rangers just telling you what the Power Rangers yeah, it's are it's like uh I, uh yeah duh I know <laughs> but, I know what the Power Rangers anyway, are but anyway you're a kid and you're sitting there and you're like amped and after Dulcia's intro you see you know this plane come into frame mm-hmm. and the first thing you see is Rocky Turner like alright let's go mm-hmm. can you imagine being a kid you're like here we go it's baby. the Power Rangers oh this is gonna be awesome <laughs> yeah. and, there's so, and there's so many moments in that movie to where I'm like Putting myself in the shoes of a huge Power Rangers fan, seeing this in theaters, mm-hmm. be like, "This is awesome!" Because like watching it yesterday, like it had been years. I kind of got goosebumps because I was like, "Yeah, you know," just kind of like you said, being a lifelong fan, but also just putting yourself in the shoes of like a nine-year-old. Yeah. There's and there's something be- about seeing the thing you love that's, mm-hmm. you know, a certain way as you see it on a certain scale, seeing it on a grander scale. Mm-hmm where the stakes are higher and you, you just you see it in a different light right and it leaves you walking away you're like man I don't want to let that go yeah plus it, it the the two scenes that go back to back you you have higher ground and then free ride yeah and um, they're all rollerblading through the park so that scene when they're all rollerblading through the park I love it and then also the construction site scene to where Ivan Ooze meets the po- meets the teenagers for the first time and he's sicking and instead of the putties he's sicking his Ivan Ooze, Ooze monsters um, which which are still which are terrifying. still really really freaking. Yeah. um but he's sicking them on the Power Rangers and before they morph to Devo's are you ready they have Just the most perfect the use. most badass fight scene to it. like there are probably there are better fight scenes, but it's badass to a little kid. Yeah, I can't tell how many times I wanted to reenact that scene and yeah. the scene where they're rollerblading. Yeah, because I thought it was just so awesome during the constru- one of the back to like sort of the what if like mm-hmm. during the construction fight, the yeah the construction site fight. Yeah, I was like, I wonder like, what Trini, <laughs> Zach and Jason like what moves they would have done. I could have yeah. seen I could have seen Zach. In between two monsters and like doing like hip hop keto and doing like a split, yeah, while they come there. And I could have seen like Jason like strong arming a couple, oh, yeah, because Rocky's suplexing Rocky's a more like swift and like graceful Red Ranger, Mm -hmm. and Jason was too, yeah, but he he was like power, Mm -hmm. yeah. And Trini, I feel like, would have done a lot of the stuff that Aisha did anyway, so but you know, that was one of those things that I thought about, and I kind of wanted to ask you, like, what sort of differences do you think you would have seen i i i actually wasn't so much thinking of the differences i was more so just still in the moment of what sure. was going on um but i mean the same as you same with you like i think they would have thrown in a suplex from I like think, from like, like like a like a greco-roman wrestling move from uh yeah. from uh jason, jason. just because he is more powerful and i think at that point their dynamic still would have been as such to where they were kind of co-leaders yeah. so i think when, like a back-to-back shot with tommy and jason yeah. would well, have been cool well, when they first show up and and they all jump down to the pit and mm-hmm. tommy's like hold on guys i'll be right there and he's kind of fighting a few off before yeah. he jumps in the pit i feel like there would have been tommy and jason yeah. doing that and then you get the classic power rangers overhead shot of them like yeah yeah like, like flip, they like they flips. both flip down into yeah. kind of the lower pit of the construction site yeah. and you, y- Something about ev- every fight scene in this movie—you have the Power Ranger one-liners. Yeah, like I mean, in this, and it's corny, uh, and it's it's, cheesy. it's corny, and it's one of the things sort of where some of the stuff I'm just like, okay, you you don't have to say anything; you right. can just fight. Yeah, exactly. But it, that I think that's something that Brian Spicer took away from the show mm-hmm. is you have the one-liners during you ever the play fight. Kick the can? Exactly. You yeah. ever play kiss and make up? Yeah. Was, um. Have a nice trip. See, See you next fall. fall. Bye bye, yeah. God, I love it. Um, like it's just, it's just. I mean, if you're a Power Rangers fan, that's just. But what, that's an earmark that's, of that's, the Power Rangers. That's the Power Rangers. Yeah, it's, like they're making these comments. That you lose, you lose. That's the difference. And granted, the Power Rangers movie from 2017. Yeah. Um, it was sort of is a reboot, so it's, more it's not coming off of the heels of a TV show right. to where you know what the identity is, but. You sort of, by proxy, not by proxy, but by default, Mm -hmm. you know what the identity is. So I think even though they took it a bit more seriously Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed that movie, I think I like the 95 movie way better because it it captures the spirit of the Power Rangers It's coming off of what was already really well-established and what was... White hot. That's the thing. This movie was rushed into production because twentieth century or um yeah, twentieth Century Fox and yeah. Saban, they're like, uh, we can make a movie and they're like, Go do it. Yeah. And like and instead of like kind of taking their time um and kind of letting things breathe and like getting something of quality they just kind of rushed things, and you know it caused a lot of problems behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. And again, they started running into their filming schedule with the show, so a lot of things were falling behind, and like it's just oh yeah, a lot of negative things. But we'll try and just stay on the positive. Sure, um, like I think uh, a po- on a positive note. Even if it's rushed, it still feels like the Power Rangers. It still feels like the Power yeah. Rangers. And I with Brian Spicer's history just behind the camera, one of the things he said is he knew how to frame a shot to where yeah. it was interesting each time. Yeah, and there's there's a scene to where like, A, sort of the um, the memeable thing happens now. Like currently there's the Power Rangers meme mm-hmm. to where it's like, it sort of highlights the fact that as they're morphing, you never really think about the fact that the villain is just standing there. Right. And like, so when they finally do morph, mm-hmm. which in this movie, is. Uh, another change, another fresh change, another, a new coat of paint, the suits look very armored. Oh yeah. Which is, was always a huge thing for me when, mm-hmm. when watching this movie as a kid, I was like, that just looks awesome. And I know yeah. that's from the movie. And that, that's, a good thing to bring yeah to the table something new something like if you have the budget for it yeah like do it and create something that is you know a little lo- like it's cooler looking it's something that like you said looks a little more like like armor like powerful yeah um but they're getting cornered by the ooze monsters and then they they start to morph and then after they've gone through their whole morphing thing there's the ooze monsters are gone and they're like where'd they go yeah and I was like where do you think they, they went? They ran off. You guys yeah. took too long. Yeah, exactly. I love it, but they took too long. But all that to say, they go to like a parking garage mm-hmm. and they're looking for the ooze monsters, and that shot's just framed really well. It's a really, it lit really well too. just yeah. and that's just a cool fight scene. Uh, Graham Ravel does the score, which yeah. is funny. This if, is our third Graham Ravel radcast, radcast, radcast rental yeah, the crow, of this season alone. Daredevil yeah. and and Power Rangers, which it's funny because. Um, so they've had they fight and they take on Ivan's ooze monsters, but on Phaidos uh, when they're when they're trying to h- get their Ninjetti power, when they first get there before Delcia shows up, they take on the Tengu warriors. Yeah, created which, by Ivanus. Cre- created by Ivanus, which are these big crow raven characters. And uh, Graham Ravel does the score. And uh, like as they're like Ivanus like is hawking hawking a loogie, and then he spits out, and he's trying to create these more powerful warriors. And uh as uh, as they're growing, as they're more like as the tango warriors are coming more to life, uh it starts in with kind of this like this drum pattern. Yeah. And I'm like, this sounds a lot like Burn by the Cure. And I was yeah. like, that would make sense, you know, that wasn't that was a pretty prominent in the crow. The crow yeah. And uh and then as the Tango Wars came about, it's Graham Ravel has this, this dime is, store version of the crow. Yeah. Uh and of or, burn, of, of burn yeah. by the cure. And I was like that's "Burned by the Cure." Yeah, that's like a dime store version. I like it, but it's yeah. like that's like I like it. Uh, that's a secondhand like that's a second rate version of of "Burned by the Cure," and it's the Tengu Warrior theme because yeah. they show up again like at the construction site after they get defeated by uh, Dulcia pretty much. Yeah, and uh, it plays every time they show up. Yeah, Tengu Warriors were supposed to be like a huge really threat. vicious. Yeah, and like- that you were supposed to see that they overpower that over. Power the Power Rangers because yeah. that's a natural progression of henchmen, essentially. Yeah. Because the ooze monsters to me should have been used the whole movie. they because so, yeah. they were freaky, but they were the analogs to the putties, and the putties are disposable. Yeah, exactly. So now, if you're creating these other henchmen, you want them to be more powerful, yeah. and you had glimpses of that, but they just ended up being squawking, bumbling, just idiots for, the, for slapstick, just for the yeah. fact that the Rangers let them take them yeah. over i mean it's it's one of the, it was you know, supposed to be like was, a more vicious they're supposed fight to draw blood yeah like they're supposed to be like pecking at billy and like uh like cutting up on on i almost said zach on adam yeah and like drawing they're supposed to like they're supposed to like scratch kim's back and yeah. draw blood um, like that. but 20th century fox and saban they didn't like they that already they, got backlash from the violence on the show yeah. anyway yeah so they wanted to kind of like dodge that bullet but yeah the tango warriors were supposed to be you know more of a threat, and they ended up just getting blown up. I think they showed up in the show. Though. They did, and yeah. they showed up in the show. They were created by uh, rito Revolto, mm, so that gotcha. skeleton character. Yeah, Rita, Rita, that, Rita's, Rita's brother. brother. Yeah, um, and it, they showed up in the same episode that Ninjor. Yeah. not not a uh, big like robot, Dolcea. like a big robot, a character. big robot that sounds like Marvin the Martian. Yeah. Oh, hello, Rangers. He's like I don't know what you're talking about. Please leave. That's yeah. how they get their ninja powers is from ninja in the show. because yeah. he created the power coins and and right. basically he cre- he he's locked based on the comics mythology. Yeah. He's locked into the morphing grid and stuff like that. The thing but, is, yeah. there is there the continu They don't really have no. the continuity. Really isn't there. And that's okay because like because I thought about that too. I was like, okay, but like. If I'm a kid, and I'm like, well, I thought they had ninja powers given to them by Dulce. I was like, yeah. how, how come Ivan Ooze isn't, and I'm like, oh wait, Ivan Ooze died. And so, in the ninja, you know, the ninjetti power was just means for them to get the great power. Yeah. And they have that again. So, it's like that was tied up. So, within the movie, there's a lot of loose ends tied up. So, it doesn't, you don't really need to ask and questions. their morphing calls changed from their animals to... White Ranger, White Ranger Power. White Ranger Power. Black Ranger Power. Red Ranger. I was like, I didn't like that. post-movie, a lot of stuff didn't sit well with yeah. me as a kid. Well, Rito, Rito um, <laughs> much like Ivan Ooze in the movie, Rito destroyed their yeah. dinosaurs yeah. and stuff. So yeah, there's, there's so they a won't, They're not going to say Tyrannosaurus. So was, well, like, yeah. You know, you know, and it would sound kind of frog, yeah, bear, and that and Ape. that makes sense. That that's yeah. a pretty pivotal moment in the series, to where he throws mm. them in a volcano. Uh, that's different. Okay, he just destroys them. That's before the Thunder Zords. Is Ye- with their the I've, yes, yeah. yeah. Before they get their Thunder swords yeah. is when their stuff's thrown yeah. in the volcano. Um, but yeah, I. So that stuff, as far as continuity goes, I don't really. You know, it there's a lot of grace there, and how it doesn't continue into the show because it was all kind of resolved anyway in the movie. I think it was one of those things that in the show they were like, "We really like those elements. Yeah, we'll take these aspects. We'll we'll adapt them our way Mm -hmm. and give them different origin, like our origins." But then there's Japanese footage of like the sacred ninjetti animals, like Japanese footage, like the old. You know, Japanese footage. Like, can you confirm for, that, or do you think they created the models for the show because of the movie? Do you think? Because I. Th- cause no, it's Japanese footage. Like old Japanese footage. Like old Zord footage with. With the know. animals, so yeah. I don't know which one. I was thinking about that. It's kind. It's kind. It's that's that's confusing. Yeah. So so, but I don't know. Again, when we do when we do a Power Rangers, yeah. whatever we do, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll do more research and get into it. Um, but we'll kind of just keep going on the movie here. Um, I mean that fight is badass, and I love it. Yeah. And then the final fight, it's cool. Like you said, it's it's the it's the early renderings of CGI. Yeah. So it. It looks bad. It doesn't hold up at all. But you know what? At least it looks like of the time. Yeah, that's its excuse. Be like, yeah, it was nineteen ninety five. Movies now that have bad CGI, there's no excuse. Yeah. Plus, also, there was only two instances of CGI, really, and they were both in that scene. Everything else is practical. The bit when before they approach the uh, the monolith when they're on their way to like get their ninja powers, mm-hmm. they have a fight with a big dinosaur and that's practical. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a big model. And then also it's there's a lot of wire play. Yeah. So like they the fight the fights are are a little hokey like with now, the wire play. It's the Power Rangers. But, okay, yeah Listen, I'm saying I'm not the, saying it to yeah, you, but yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, I pr- I say these things, but also preface it's the Power Rangers. Yeah, like so it looks kind of weird, and then Tommy like flipping into the into frame, yeah. like uh, to at the center of everybody. It looks really really dumb. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm like okay uh, that defies all the laws of physics. But if I'm a kid, that looks badass. It doesn't. I I don't even care. Yeah. They're still they're s- still rewatching the fights. So I'm like I wanted to do that as a kid. I wanted yep. to do that kick as a kid. I wanted to do that thing as a mm-hmm. kid. When he comes, he he's like mid air, like doing kind of like a Liu Kang's dragon three. kick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah the Liu Kang's dragon. kick. Even Liu yeah. Kang's dragon kick is like front, the front, front, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's but his side like kick. side kicks. Yeah, yeah. um, but. I still pretend... I still listen to Are You Ready? by yeah. Devo and still pretend I'm going to fight with my friends and like, yeah. we're fight, kicking You're fighting ass. with your friends. Yeah, when we're like kicking ass. And yeah. It's cool. Um, I remember at the end of the movie... I'm sure... Well, after... Kind of, we'll continue with the movie for just a second or two here, and then I want to kind of talk a little bit about kind of the marketing because I remember yeah. that. But I remember, what were you gonna say? Oh, I just wanted to touch on the actual distribution of the sacred ninjetti animals. Okay, yeah. I mean, this is where we're introduced to like, you know, the you know black ranger or black ranger becomes the frog and, and you know, blues the wolf, Blue is the wolf. Mm-hmm. And like, I was sitting there, I was kind of riffing on it today. Mm-hmm. She's like, these sacred ninjetti animals. Aisha, you are the bear. It's like, oh yeah, bear, we have these on earth. Yes. <laughs> we have a lot of them on earth. Like, are oh. they, are you are you saying that these are only like do you have wolves? Oh yeah. Yeah. Apes? Oh. Yeah. hmm Falcons? Cranes? A lot of yeah. them. Yeah. So I was lied to. You. These aren't specific to the ninjeti? Nope. Sorry. No, sorry, Bob. Whoa. Uh oh ninjeti, oh <laughs> <laughs> But when she's like Billy Wolf, cunning and swift, and I was like, "Why didn't you make? Why not you like? Why didn't you make him like a dorky, like animal? a caterpillar? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, a caterpillar. Reedy reads a lot. <laughs> it's like a beaver, good at math, oh. but like, and and is the classic lines where Adam's just like, "Adam, what's wrong? He's like, "I'm a frog. It's like, "Yes. But you give the frog a kiss, turns into a sweet prince, and then just moves on. Like, I'm like, wait a second. What am I what about my fighting? Yeah. Am I, how powerful am I? Yeah, I'm exactly. still a frog. Yeah. Yes, I got some action from Dulcia, but yeah, exactly. I'm still a frog. What yeah. is good about a frog? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you gave everyone these inspirational adjectives, and I, my thing is, if you kiss me, I turn into a handsome prince. Also, it would have worked with Zach, because hip-hop yeah (laughs) uh uh, duh Uh, hip-hop keto hello Uh, a hip-hop frog hip-hop frog hip-hop frog come on now um but in in the show ninjor explains the significance of the frog which i can't remember but it's one of those things in which like in the moment if i'm adam i'm like wait a second Mm -hmm. but i did want to see you know one thing that was missing from ninjas explanation was kissing adam so well yeah that's that's okay (laughs) yeah uh one thing we haven't mentioned yet is there's this little kid who was a boner for the power rangers named fred yeah who's who's australian and his dad's australian but they have american accents because this was filmed in australia well it's supposed to be angel grove it's supposed to be angel grove and of course you know i wasn't Criticizing right. the fact that it should be in Australia, Ugh, Australia but gross. mainly I was getting, I was making the point that y- you can hear their Australian yeah. accents kind of poke through. Fred's a little better at covering his, name's his. Fred, yeah. Um, but uh, essentially, when the parents are they're still under Ivanu's spell, and uh, he's recruited Bulk and Skull to help him. Um, the Bulk Skull and all these kids, uh, yeah. because the kids are partying because the parents are. They're like, we don't care where our parents are. Yeah. Um, but uh, they all go to the construction site, and Fred starts... Sh- First of all, he tells the kids to keep them from going off the cliff, and they're trying to push them back, which yeah. isn't helping at all. And no. then Fred gets on this big hose and starts spraying them with water. And uh, I forget what Bulk and Skull are doing that whole time. They um, are hanging out with the kids. Well, yeah, they're... Which is for, weird. That's yeah. weird, but yeah. like in the... Where Fred's shooting the water on the parents. I, I think they... Are helping him They're doing something Yeah Bulg and Skull are in there somewhere but Fred has this smug air about him That like he When I was he, a kid I would have hated him Like And even now I'm kind of it, He thinks he's helping Is yeah. the thing He's not Because he's He's got like this air about him Like Like he's a Power Ranger Like when he's He's like Go run right, Yeah like when he's hashing out plans you're like you think you're so cool don't yeah. you but the thing i noticed when i was a kid i was like oh fred's like bringing the par- he's he's bringing the parents back down to earth or whatever or like he's he's you know he's helping the parents no con- no it's ivan he's Uze. just spraying them with water yeah. i was like yesterday like he's spraying them with water and then it's when the power rangers defeat ivan ooze when they Get yeah, let yeah, up that, that doesn't wake spell. the I'm water like, doesn't wake like, them i was up. like the water didn't do anything a few more seconds in the not only would the parents have gone plummeting but the kids trying to hold them back yeah, would have gone plummeting. exactly maybe you could make the argument when fred when they're all on the tram mm-hmm. and they're like they are getting to the parents but fred doesn't do anything the kids don't do anything Bulk and he skull hops anything. into the monorail presses two buttons mm-hmm. he looks unsure of himself yeah and it just starts going yeah and then the bridge is out, and they were like, Oh no! The bridge is out! <laughs> and then oh, no! Tom and then Tommy shows up in his Falcon Zord and yeah. like and completes the bridge. He's like, Yeah, yeah! We did it! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you didn't do anything. You didn't We ain't found shit. Yeah. Um But yeah, I mean Fred's in there and Fred serves a purpose. And I I do and he does. And at the I, I have read a lot of kind of qualms people had with like uh, like Zio and Turbo, and yeah. that Fred should have been the Gold Ranger. Mm-hmm. Or Fred should have been the Blue Ranger in Turbo, because as you know, if you know anything about Turbo, you know that the Blue Ranger is a kid. Is a kid, and when he morphs, he grows into an adult. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like by the time that movie came, or. The, well, the movie and the show and the came show. out. That kid, Fred, Fred would have been, been a, teenager. a teenager. Yeah, it would have so, made more sense. But at the that's you know nerdy qualms. That's neither whatever. here nor there. And speaking of nerdy qualms, there's this great power they have to go find. Which, if I'm a ranger, after the dust settles, I'm like, wait a second. How great was the power we had for like the past <laughs> two years? Like, there's this great power. Hey, Zordon, why do we get like the second greatest power? Because. I forgot it was there, Rangers. Sim- simple fact, you just forgot. Yeah, exactly. But, oh, well. small. It's a small nitpick to be like, wait a second. We could have had these all along. It's a plot device to get yeah. to the second act. And it is. And it's a plot device to bring Zordon back. Yep. And also, just because something is a great... Just because... Like you're not entitled to it. Like it's on this island yeah. and no one knows what it is. And That's, it's, you're yeah. not entitled to it. Yeah. You're entitled to what I, you be happy with what I gave you. Yeah, also, exactly. I mean, you have to create more of this peril and you, you want to create something bigger for yeah. the movie so just add a different planet you go get this different power source it's, from a different yeah. planet <laughs> and and ultimately that's exactly what it is that's but exactly what it i is. was i was riffing on it today, yeah. and i was like wait a second <laughs> you can nitpick it all you want yeah. but like we said at the beginning it's a 90 minute power rangers episode with a bigger budget and we love the power rangers so by default we love this movie oh for sure it's super fun it was super entertained i i New you go you have to go in knowing exactly what it is mm-hmm. and you'll get some enjoyment out of it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, real quick before we end, I definitely remember the marketing. I yeah. remember the McDonald's, the McDonald's Power toys. Rangers yeah. toys. I remember the I mean the toys themselves. I remember um, the the preview before the uh, Page Masters. We yeah. all we only ever re- we watched the Page Masters so much growing up because they had this like ten minute preview yeah. of the Power Rangers movie. And it had um, combat by Ron Wasserman in there. Yeah. And Ron right. Wasserman does the Power Rangers theme. Yeah. And, and he does all the music in the show, like, go, Green Ring. Yeah. You know, that um, stuff. But which he didn't really receive a dime for either. That was all yeah, Spawn crazy. pocketing that He money. also did the X Men animated Yeah. It was great. But there's that. We had these Jell O Mold, Ivanu's Jell O Molds. We had. Until just a few years ago, we had a pillowcase, which on one side was the Rangers, all kind of, you know, Tommy at the top and then Kimberly and them as the Rangers. And then then on the back was them as the ninjas. Yeah. And that was really, really cool. We each had one of those. And then again, the soundtrack, the song Trouble by Shampoo. Yeah. Higher Ground. Higher Ground. uh, Dreams by Van Halen, which I remember even as a kid. Uh, on the so baby cry your, or dry your eyes, like that part. I remember as a kid having like an um that affected me emotionally yeah, it's like, because they just my superheroes just saved the world, yeah. And then the thank you, Power Rangers. Like, yeah. I remember like it's the it's that connection of like how well music is used and how mm-hmm. it can enhance a scene. Yeah, it's one of the first instances in my life toward that I could I noticed that connection, but like on that part, especially like. I I loved the song. I didn't even know what it was as a kid, but I was that's a song for Power Rangers. But yeah. then on the you know so baby dry your eyes part, yeah. like I remember like as a kid not not like crying or well like, Steven. but like getting emotional yeah. and like not wanting the movie to end. Yeah, and you know I don't know. There's a difference between watching it and dreaming about it and then trying to act out your dreams on yeah. It's it's not the same. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. Happy twenty like, fifth birthday. Happy twenty fifth next also, month. Real quick, do you remember the the profile helmet, like yeah, the helmets staggered absolutely. on one another? I remember at pre in preschool with Legos. Yeah, I I tried to make that because mm-hmm. I was so obsessed with Power Rangers. Well, and that's that's the that is actually the case to our DVD copy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that if it were like if it were, I mean, I was a kid back then, but that movie poster is really where you're like, whoa yeah this is gonna be different yeah because like you do have the movie poster where it's all of them and the letters are silver and they're yeah. all kind of positioned all like staggered off of one yeah another. you got tommy right up front yeah but then you're like for whatever reason the the one with the overlapping helmets the mm-hmm. movie for whatever reason you look at that and you're like shit's gonna go down like that's a power rangers, like that's a power rangers movie yeah right there but yep. I'm sure there are things we're forgetting, but it's it's one of those things where again we're gonna revisit the Power Rangers with oh, something yeah. that we do because yeah. that's that's a that's a tent pole for us and it had such a profound effect on us and it opened our world to superheroes Batman followed soon after Batman yeah. the X Men and Spider Man soon followed after but the Mighty Wolf Power Rangers movie is no matter how you slice it no matter what. Rotten Tomatoes gives it or what the viewers say you know whatever critics have said whatever people think the general consensus on it we at the Radcast love the power two thumbs meter. up two thumbs way up you butt two thumbs in the ooze making the fart noise yep exactly so that was the Radcast Rentals for this week like always be kind rewind and we'll see you next time